Hey, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. This is my last show in the series on when you're ready to receive. We're talking talking about activating the energy of receiving what it is, how to tap into it. Um, it's usually the final step in the manifestation process, but it's also a very crucial step that many people think, oh, well, I've done all this working. I've done all these steps. Of course, then it's just going to happen. No, your shit can sit in vibrational escrow for decades. And so until you fully and completely activate the energy of receiving. So if you are ready for that, stick around. This is the last show in the series. If you're looking for a coach, I would love to support you. I'm Amy. I'm an intuitive. I'm a coach. I help people do really fantastic things. My Activate Intuitive Coaching Package is currently on sale. 30 days of support. Uh, Nothing like it on the market to help you create the result you most desire in your life. Information on my services, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. All right. So when you're ready to receive, when you're ready to receive, the next step is, and I don't know if these are steps, it all kind of happens together. I think let's clarify here. This all kind of happens together. This is one that is really concrete that, that you can do for my very action oriented people who are struggling with how do I stay in this energy of receiving? Avoid the drama. Like just, it's not, it doesn't get space. Dramas don't get space when you're ready to receive. Like you're not engaging it. And and if you're detached and if you are tapping in your, to your self-confidence and you're activating this high level of power within you, yeah, you're going to be like, that's a waste of my fucking energy to get all up in some drama. But in case you are struggling with, should I engage the drama? This is your holy sign to not. If you really want what you want, stay as far away from drama as possible. It's an energy drain. It's distracting. You're you're in a very sensitive space, right? You're in a very vulnerable space as you're activating the energy of receiving, and you don't want harsh energy all up in it. So avoid the drama queens. You know, if there is a conflict, um, you can deal with it as gracefully as you know how. But if there's a way to avoid it altogether, do that. <laughs> I usually, that's when I use all my spiritual tools. Um, uh, if you're on my list, I even gave a tip in the, the email, um, some, some woo-woo stuff that you can do to avoid some conflict when you don't need to engage it. Because most of the time you don't need to engage it. But avoid the drama. Just say no to it. If you're, you've got codependent tendencies, um, this is if you're really ready to receive. You get the fuck out of everybody else's business and you stop caring about what people think of you. And I'm not saying that that's a snap your fingers. You're automatically going to do it. You might have to work your way into that. And you might have to create a new story for yourself where everyone else's business does not feel like so important and where people, what people think of you stops being so important. Then sit down and journal on it. Why do you need to care what other people think of you? Yeah, I get it. I know I'm a recovering codependent too. And it feels like, but Amy, it's, it feels like, well, it feels like pain. Like I think Carrie Cole explains it really well. You're, you feel the pain of somebody else and you feel that I need to heal that pain for them. And no, it's just a waste of energy. So just avoid all of the dramas and you be in your feel good to the very best of your ability. And if you have to work on staying out of other people's business, work on staying out of other people's business or put things in place. So you're not in every other people's business, right? 
you know? You think you need to engage someone. You think you need that energy in your life, but that's not necessarily true, right? It's not necessarily true. Um, it's just a story you bought into. It's probably a story your mom passed down to you. It's probably a story her mom passed down to her, but you don't need to be all up in other people's business and you don't need to care what everybody thinks of you because you don't have any control over that, <laughs> right? Like there is a great power in the energy of receiving, a great power, but it's a power that you use very, uh, the best way I can come up with, the first word I thought was strategically and intently. Like think of a queen. A queen knows when to exert her power and how to exert it in a way where it's going to be effective. A queen, some of them do, I've been obsessed with period pieces this spring. Uh, some of them do command and it's it may be effective, but most queens had to learn where where to move and when to move, right? It's being receptive to energy and commanding it from that place. And so when you're letting go of dramas, you're choosing, you're picking and choosing your battles, but you're also seeing very clearly from a new vantage point, I don't even need to be in that battle. <laughs> There's no battle. <laughs> so play with it. I know some of you are going to be like, Amy, I, I just don't understand what you're talking about there. I get it. Just play with it. So hear me say, avoid drama. Just avoid it. Just avoid it. Just avoid it. You don't have to be in it. You don't have to dig in. And it may be a drama from within you, right? If you always have a response of, oh, I'm so overwhelmed, get over that shit. You don't need to be overwhelmed. If you always have a response of, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm doing this thing. Who says you need to be nervous, right? And it's just choosing a new way of being. This is how you really do have command over your reality. You just pick another way. And I know for some of you, you're saying, well, Amy, I, I, that's the way it's always been. Well, choose a new way to be. You can use your mind and choose a new way to be. And I'm not in any way saying that that's easy at first. You might have to work your way into it and that's okay. All right. So after avoiding drama, you want to keep your vibe high. That's, that's one of the reasons why you want to avoid the drama because you want what you want. And usually what you want is pretty high vibe, right? It's a high vibrational uh, energy behind what you want. Maybe, you know, you want money so you can feel freedom. Well, freedom's a very high vibrational energy. Maybe you want um, a partner so that you can fully and completely experience the energy of love. That's a high vibrational state. So if you're in the dramas, that's, it's, it can easily dump you into a low vibrational state when the next step is to keep your vibe high. You know, laugh, chill, play, have fun, move your body, enjoy life in whatever way feels right and true to you. Um, it's letting go of I'll be happy when, and it's deciding to be happy now and working at that happiness and playing at that happiness and experiment, experimenting with this happiness. It's going on walks, it's dancing, it's being in your body, it's being in the moment. It's allowing the, these divine forces to work around you and give you insight of additional action you might need to take. It's being receptive, right? Wide open. So keep your vibe high. Because when your vibe is low, you close down and it's understandable. It's a very vulnerable state. You need to protect yourself. You're not feeling strong. You, it's very difficult to feel strong in a low vibrational state. 
And so when your vibe is high, you're in your strength, you're in your power, you're in your truth, you're in what you know to be right, you're confident in who you are, right? You're not holding back. You're not uh, pretending to be something that you're not. You're you're not letting your insecurities guide your course. You're not burying your head in the sand. You're looking at things very directly when your vibe is high because you know everything's going to work out in your favor. So it's way more fun to feel good. And you're looking at anything that doesn't feel good very um, suspect. <laughs> suspect. That's what I know I'm using it, the, the slang vernacular of it, but... You're very suspect about anything that's low vibrational in your experience. And you're thinking, ah, oh, does it really need to be that way? Hmm. So you keep your vibe high. You do the things that you love to do. So the best way I can describe this is when, um, when I first started my business and I was coaching a lot of people who were wanting to transition out of jobs, uh, I would tell them, I would give them this very simple kind of recipe where they apply for jobs in the morning. Maybe they quit a job. And so they apply for jobs in the morning and then they go have fun the rest of the day. They're not sitting around worried, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, where's my next paycheck going to come from? What am I going to do? When is the job going to come? No, they, they apply for some jobs and then they go and I have some fun. And they don't think on it again until the next day. And every time I gave that recipe to people and they followed it intently, whether they were spiritual or not, they got a job right away, a great job, because they did what they needed to do, and then they kept their vibe high so they could be receptive to something that felt really good to them. And it could move quickly because they're not, you know, energy's not wading through all your negative shit to get to you. It, the, the path is clear. When you decide to feel good, when you decide to keep your vibration high, you open a pathway. It dissolves even some of the remaining fears and barriers there. So laugh, chill, play, have fun, move your body, let divine inspiration flow through you and show up. I know when I'm in this state, now I'm so clear. Now I see the receiving state. I can see, I'm like, oh, that's when I'm in receiving state. It's like the birds are chirping and I notice and, and it's, it's like life suddenly just like, even if what I want it, what I want hasn't shown up, life suddenly feels lighter right? Because again, you've already done so much of the manifestation process. Now allow yourself to embrace the, the magic of being human in this time-space reality, right? So keep your vibe high. Next, very connected to keeping your vibe high is savor the waiting. And this one, um, you know, many teachers teach it in various ways, but the, as I was channeling this message to send to my list, Spirit gave it to me is that I thought it was one of the coolest ways I've I've ever looked at it before. Thank you, spirit. But the message I got was you're not going to be this person again. And so even if you are ready to move into something else, into a new reality, and you're so, in, I'm just so ready. I'm so ready, God. I'm so ready. There's still a part of you that just needs to pause and be in appreciation for who you are right now for the experience you're having right now, because you'll never be that person again. When what's, what you want manifests, you will be forever transformed on some level. Your energy will be different. You'll never be this you in this moment right before your thing manifests again. And so daily remind yourself of why it's good to be you right now. 
and be in awe of yourself, be in awe of your brilliance, your willingness to be all in. Most of the time, and why so many people don't manifest what they want and it hangs out in vibrational escrow, instead of savoring the waiting, they beat themselves up in the waiting. Oh, I must not have done it right. Oh, I need to do more. God's probably not on my side. Can I even really have this? And instead, you're just being good with who you are. And so savoring the waiting. Again, if you Googled savoring the waiting, many different teachers are going to teach it differently. But this is the way spirit brought it forward, forward as I was channeling the message. It's just being happy in the present moment. And you are in appreciation and awe of your brilliance and your willingness to be here. And you're so good with who you are right now. And you're enjoying your life. And then one of the tips that Spirit gave was that do the things that you want. And I've been playing with this since I channeled this message uh, in between writing it last night and now recording. I've been playing with them like, who, what, what can I, what would I not, it's not that you're not going to be able to do it, but you wouldn't even think along those lines. I'm like, what can I only do now in this moment? That's really fun. And I winded up like walking to the store to pick something up. And I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, when I'm working on my next manifestation, I'm going to be living in a very different area and a very different lifestyle. I'm like, yeah, I probably won't be walking to things like this in this way. Um, it, where it's just like, whew, walk down. And it felt different. I felt different in my body. I, it, it wasn't like, usually I'd make that walk and be like, okay, gotta get there. You know? And this time it's just like, I, I was like, wow, this feels like really good. Like, I'm like, oh, I've activated the energy of receiving. I'm savoring the waiting. I'm being good with where I am now. And even if you don't like where you are right now, you can find a way to be. And it always happens that way. Now that I'm looking at receiving from this vantage point, it, it, let's just say this is the best example I can give. If I was working a job and I had been looking for another job, all of a sudden I'd find a way to really enjoy my job. Like it would just kind of happen. I would be like, oh, I'm in a project or I'm doing something and or I'm really enjoying my coworkers. And it's almost like there's a sadness that creeps up for a second, not really. That's like, oh, I'm getting ready to move on. And the thing would manifest right after that. And so that's the savoring the waiting. Typically what people do is that they're doing all the actions to move into something new right? They're doing all the steps of manifestation, but then they don't, they're just like, I just want to get out of here. I hate this. I want to leave. And so I'm so done with this. I'm ready for my new life. I'm ready for my new life. All valid, totally valid, totally understand, but find a way to savor the waiting because there's an energy of that savoring that you want to activate so that you can be in receptivity. That savoring feeling, that enjoying feeling, that's that that being the person that you are in this present moment and doing the things that you probably won't be doing in your next moment. That's that's pretty magical. It's it's really it's a celebration, right? It's a it's a um you don't have to mourn your what you left behind. It's that you're celebrating it now and you're so excited for what's to come. I guess we do this in life, right? Like when we make a transition in life, if you go from, you know, you graduate, you graduate, 
you have a party, you have a ceremony, and then you move into this new thing, right? So this is saying, make your present moment a ceremony. It's making, you know, have a, a graduation per se, right? Because think about it, when we're graduating from high school or college, we don't know really what's next for us. We maybe have an idea of what we're going to do, but we don't know what's next. So we're just being in this present of, wow, I did this thing. And now I'm moving into something else and I'm celebrating this moment right now. That's savoring the waiting. Google it and see what other teachers say if you're struggling with the way I'm describing it. But do it. <laughs> Find a way into that feeling. And it's very much going to be like, um, it almost, you'll know you're in savoring the waiting because there's a part of you that's kind of, oh, well, where I'm at, it's not so bad. You'll have that kind of feeling like, oh, I've been working to move into something else or to, to create something else. And where I'm at, it's not so bad, but you're still open to your future and what you've been working to manifest, but you're in great and love and, and care and all things good for where you presently are. Got it? Okay, savoring the waiting. Now, this is the last one, and it's the big one, and I see it all the time. And I I would say, I almost put it in the, the message. Um, I spend probably about 65% of my coaching time, if I'm, if I'm looking at it cumulatively over the last decade, working with people around red flags and fakes. Um, some people might call it counterfeit. Some people co might call, um, yeah. So for the sake of this, be mindful of red flags and fakes. At this point, your vibe is high. You're showing up, you're shiny, you're glittery, you're feeling so good. Just think about all this journey you just went on. You know, there's one I skipped before I get to red flags. So um, clear out any nagging fear or doubt. At this stage, fear and doubt shouldn't be that high, should, quote unquote. Um, but there is something, right? Just like I told you about the manifestation I did and like I left a piece out that was rooted in fear. So look at all of those things, particularly if you've already looked at them, right? So maybe you've done a, a, a list of why you can't have something and you're like, what? Why is this fear still here? Why is it still affecting me? Look at it again. So, so clear out any nagging fear or doubt, but it's not a deep, deep dive that you maybe did earlier in your manifestation process. It's just looking at the things that are still hanging around. Okay, now let's go into red flags and fakes. Um, you're magnetic. Every, every step that I've given you in this podcast, it is make, it's increasing your magnetism. And so, of course, things are going to show up and, and want your attention. Um, it could be a job opportunity that doesn't really match what you said you wanted, but they really want you. Or it could be a person you're dating that shows up and you're like, they really, really want me, Amy. Of course, like you're shiny and new and you've done all this work on yourself and your energy so high. You're going to be attractive to most most energies, right? It's shiny, right? All the glitters, right? But all the glitters is not cool. So you're not quite there yet, right? Because the thing hasn't manifested. And so um, 
in this stage, this is the moment when people often fall prey to something that looks like what they want, but it's not right for them. And since you're so ready, so ready for that desire to manifest, you ignore the signs. Oh my God, you ignore the signs. You ignore the signs. I'm saying that, oh my God, is as a coach. Do you know how often I sit on the phone and listen to somebody tell me, A, the reason why I'm able to gather that it's not right for them is because they've told me throughout the whole conversation vibrationally that it's not right for them, but they're so got to have it, right? That is red flags and fakes. So you ignore the signs that's clear and not right for you. And this is when the universe will give you repetitive messages that something is not right for you. And most of the time when people, I'll say most of the time, this is when people want to ignore those signs. They believed every sign that has ever shown up for them. And then suddenly when it comes to red flags and fakes, they just don't want to believe it. And they even get mad at those signs that it's not right for them. And I remember I was coaching a woman who wanted to be in a relationship leading to marriage. She was mature. She was over the age of 60. She had not been in a long-term committed relationship. She wanted this so badly. She had heard about me and, and just bought my stuff, right? Like she just was like, yes, I, I've heard about you. I'm ready. And so uh, she, she, we'd gone through all the process of manifesting love. And she had met a man and he had so many of the qualities that she wanted, but he did not want to get married. He had just come out of a relationship. He constantly was comparing her to his mother. Like it, it, it was all wrong. He lived on a boat. Like she wanted a man with a boat, but she didn't want a man that lived on a boat. Right. So it wasn't right. It wasn't what she was looking for. And but she was enchanted with him and so excited that this man had shown up and this was, it was close. Right. And I know she knew it wasn't right. Cause she told me, right. So much of the information I know is a psychic because people tell me, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? Like then I can just tune into it. I'm like, well, you kind of said that. Right. So uh, red flags and flake and fakes are so convincing, particularly because they show up when you're in the state of, I am so ready. I am so ready. And so um, the best way to navigate red flags and fakes is to act like a person who loves and respects and values themselves. Because if you truly love, respect, and value yourself, if something isn't right, if something doesn't look the way you really want it to look, if something's not in alignment with the truth that you say you want, you want to be married and this person just came out of a relationship and they're not really looking to get married that's that's a red flag that's not the right person that's an imitation and so if you love and respect yourself and you value yourself then what are you gonna do you gonna be like oh thanks for playing that was hella fun had a good time but i want this right so, so act like a person who loves and respects and values themselves. And you might have to feel into it. Does this feel like me? You might have to run it through your own psychic systems. And I will say most people, by the time they've gotten to me and told me the story, they've already run it through their psychic systems. They're just deciding to ignore it, right? You have to practice healthy suspicion. Screen, investigate, do your homework. Don't skip steps or cut corners. Assume nothing. Basically, I'm saying don't get enchanted. 
there is a time for enchantment, but not when you're in this state. Um, enchantment comes after you've done all of this work. And I find that it's very easy for people to start, start skipping these steps. But I will tell you this, when someone is really ready to go to the next level, it might be painful for them to turn their back on a red flag or a fake, but they do. They do. And it's so fun to watch them do it. Even if like they're in pain, like they call me crying. It's so fun to say, I love and respect myself enough to say no to this thing that I know is not right. Yeah, no, it's, it's a little uncomfortable moving out of your, your comfort zone. So, so just be mindful. It, it, you know, when I do, when I have people make their, their lists, whether it's for a relationship or anything else they want, you might need to make what I do not want. What are the red flags, right? Make that list and then have that list in a place where you can see it, uh, where you can reference it and go through. And uh, even if you're totally like excited that somebody's excited about you, whether it be a job, a client, a, a, a potential romantic partner, you can still review that red flag list and say, hey, are any of these showing these things showing up in this experience? But more so, just be mindful of it. Know that that is a possibility right before something manifests where, you know, Amanda Francis would call it the devil will show up. And I, I'm not opposed to that description. <laughs> the devil will show up. The demon will show up uh, and fool you. And uh, you don't have to be fooled. You're powerful as fuck. And you just see it for what it is. And, and, and what I find is why people don't see it is because they are doing, uh, they're not screening. They're not investigating. They're not doing their homework. They're trying to skip steps because they just want what they want. They're acting out of a low level of desperation. They're acting out of a low level of, it's not going to happen for me. Or they're just kind, of, just kind of excited that somebody's excited about them. And and so, you know, just because something somebody's excited about you doesn't mean you need to say yes. Again, whether it's a job, a client, a partner, anything, right? Um, you know, I, um, a couple of years ago, I was looking at apartments and, and um, I was looking for very, very specific um, housing situations I wanted to rent a condo you know it was owned by somebody and so I met uh, you know I responded to an ad and the owner of the condo was just so excited to rent to me like skipping steps we're not going to do you fill out this not really you don't have to do this just send me a check like so and that was a perfect example of a red fucking flag because even as I started to lean into where it was located the neighborhood I was like hey I haven't been in that neighborhood in a while let me ask him some questions about the neighborhood and he started to kind of dodge like <laughs> dodge the question and 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 um then I was like I asked him a, a couple of other questions he started to dodge the question I don't think he was trying to purposefully mislead me but he knew that that was probably an issue right and so red flags and fakes and things that aren't right for us, they show up very boldly. 
like they are the right thing. And they're very excited about us on some level, right? The energy is exciting, right? Like, oh, you're the one. And um, that is where I would encourage you to take a step back, not from a place of mistrust. So I was talking to somebody recently that was doing this all from a place of mistrust, like, oh, it's too good to be true. I actually think too good to be true is awesome and right. Um, but uh, if it feels too familiar, like, right, like if, if you're, you're, you know, skipping some formalities, then you got you need to look at it. And it doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. You just need to step back and make sure it's in alignment with what you want. So red flags and fakes are real. And it's so real that it be can become a pattern. That's the other thing I see as a coach and, and in life in general is that people who fall prey to red flags and fakes, they can keep that pattern going for decades. And so, you know, I could say, well, you probably need to do some work on self-love, but um, at some point you just kind of need to decide that you care about yourself, right? And you're going to say no to it. You're not right for me. This situation isn't right for me. It's not matching up, right? Yeah. There's, there's so many layers to this red flag thing that I can get into but the bottom line is in this state, when you've activated the energy of receiving, you've done all these things that I've mentioned in the, these podcasts, red flags and fakes can show up during that time. So be mindful of it and just run it through. Like, look at your list. Does this match my list? Is this what I said I really wanted? Don't ignore shit that's not a match, right? It amazes me when red flags and fakes show up. They're so cunning. That I'll say to a client, I'm like, well, you said very clearly you didn't want this. Oh, well, it doesn't matter, Amy. We'll work with it. Like, <laughs> uh, and, and, and just love and respect and care about yourself enough to um, not, not uh, to say no in the fucking beginning. That's probably the best thing. Because once you let them in, whether it be a person, even a job, you're like, oh, well, I'll just work this job for six months. Like once you let them in, it's hard to get them out. So keep your energy clean and know that that clean energy is, is, is gloriously magnetic and shiny and people are going to be drawn to it. Energy is going to be drawn to it. And not all that energy is meant to be a part of your life. So you can set healthy boundaries. You can uh, be firm in your nose. And um, I'll tell you one more piece about red flags and flakes that I've seen is it's an energy that won't go away. <laughs> if you're holding any like you know if you're a little shaky on your no that they that energy the energy of red flags and fakes takes takes that as a sign to keep showing up so it could be um you know it, it could be a job that you're like no that's not right fit and then the person calls you again I'm like, hey, you know, we really want to, we feel like you're the right, like, and so in that process, you can start to think like, oh, well, they really want me. Yeah, cool. A lot of people are going to really want you, but so is the exact thing that you said you wanted is going to really want you too, right? You don't have to settle or compromise because some, a situation is being drawn to you, is chasing you because the energy of chasing is never rooted in, in, in something good. Yeah. 
It's rooted in lack and scarcity and fear. Right? All right, my loves. Be mindful, my friends, of red flags and mistakes. And just because you've you know, fall, fall prey to them in the past doesn't mean you have to continue that pattern. So break that motherfucking pattern. If you found that like, oh, Amy, I keep, this keeps happening. I keep getting something less than what I want. Well, you said yes to it on some level, but that's okay because now you can learn how to say no to it. Oh, you're not what I want. No. (laughs) And move on, right? The spirit world applauds the moment when you decide and affirm and live out no more. I deserve to have everything that I want. So live out the belief that you deserve to have everything that you want. All right. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. This has been my, it feels like a very casual series, but I know that the the information is meaty, but the energy of receiving is is not do this, do that, do this. It's a, it's like a spirit almost. So if you are, are ready to play with the the spirit of receiving, then I would love to support you in that. Information on my services, because it helps to kind of talk some of this through itself through as you're moving in into it. If you're ready for that, I would love to help you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And while you're there, check out my Activate Intuitive Coaching Package. It's currently on sale. And uh, it can be beneficial to you as you move throughout your journey. All right. I love you. Be good to yourself. Be willing to receive. 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 Be willing to receive, which means you're letting go of the resistance and you're being fully present while knowing exactly what you want and holding firm to who you are and your truest desire and enjoying your life. All right. Thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye.